Larcher and Lawrenson 122 is on the air. What happened there? Hello? Hello? That's a smooth start right there, Al. Is it on? Yeah, I touched, on? I touched my mouse. We're on. Okay. I don't hear anything in my headphones. We're live. Oh, wait. Wait, can you hear anything? I, I hear it now, yeah. Okay. You know, the, the, my least favorite thing listening to podcasts is music. No, is when they start at like the first 20 minutes is like, oh, is this working? What's going on here? Oh, you know, oh, we're having some technical difficulties with the phone. We're just going to sit here and talk about the technical difficulties for 20 minutes. That is my biggest pet peeve with podcasts. It, well. Mine too. I didn't do that. Well, no, I mean, you, no, you, you I was mentioned. The it. mouse got, got bumped. We're the larger Lawrence Sports Show. My name is Clark Lawrence, and my partner is Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. We do this show weekly on blogtalkradio.com. We record it at about 6 o'clock on Wednesdays. Right. Uh, we're also available on your Stitcher app on your Android and iPhone. And then uh, for iPhone, there's, Clark, the, po- there's the podcast app. You have it, excuse you have it with a small... <laughs> that, was, that was me, folks. I'm sorry. Thank you. You got it with those small icons on your little iPhone 5 over there, don't you? What? You got the the podcast app for the iTunes. Oh, I do. I, I use pretty the, simple. Uh, yeah, You're, they allow you to download them on your Wi-Fi. Stitcher does that too, and then you can take them on the road with you and not use your precious data. And one of the nice things is uh, when I'm riding my bike, you just pop on a, a podcast. Everything's simple, and I, I, right away it's like having a radio on the does car. Does that interfere at all with you know safety? Probably, but okay. I don't think so. I mean, it, it definitely keeps your mind on the road. I mean, I'm just focused on riding. roll with it. We're at Larcher Lawrenson on Twitter. He's at Larcher Than Life. I am at Clark in Chicago there. We're going to do episode 122 here. we got some guests. we got a phone number for you to call us. If you're listening live, it's 888-787-4827. 888-787-4827. You can text us on the text line. Seven seven three five five nine five one eight nine. Brent Bridwell is set to join us here momentarily. He's waiting in the wings. The double B. Yes. If he can find parking. Yeah. Tell Those, me about he's it. that far in, the, in that many wings. And then uh, joining us on the phone lines in a little bit on the hotline on the comedy accident fundraiser for Fairdale Chewy. hotline. No, nope. uh, Chewy's not calling in, but Doctor J is the oh, history okay. rat. All right, the history cool. rat. And then earlier today, I uh, I recorded an interview with Brian Hunter at U two Hunter on Twitter. And we'll get to that sometime during this show. But right now, I'm going to hand it over to my partner, the one, the only, Al Larcher. Well, I know you run the, the karaoke, too, sometimes. Yes. And, and the the computer, the keyboard is kept on the, the, the area, the, the stool, like, where people come. Yes. Have you ever, like, been loading a song, and then, like, some girl puts her hand on your hand yes. to be nice, and it just yes. hits, it clicks the damn mouse? Oh, yeah, and then it stops something. Yeah. Gets something going. It's always your fault, though. Makes me crazy. Well, yeah. you can't. I mean, they're trying to be nice, but you know, you're like, excuse me. But I'll still get pissed about it. I, I used to all the time. I used to get like there used to be a, a button on the keyboard that shut everything down. You remember that? Yes. And when people would hit that, I'd I'd get all upset and uh, be like, well, <laughs> excuse me, because there's always some drunk person who just like flew up onto the yeah. up into your face. Yeah. Like, well, what do you expect? They're, they're they they've had a couple of beverages. It's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. It works. Uh, sometimes I hit the button wrong on my own. That'll happen once in a while. Yeah. The the pause button. You okay. know, hitting the keyboard. Sure. You've done that. Or uh, somebody spills a drink on the keyboard. Never had that happen. Huh. I went, is that somebody you who keeps spilling the drink What's that? on the keyboard? Yes. I, you know nobody what? else. I've never it, had a customer spill. Get out of here. I swear to God. Get out of here. Come on. Swear to God. We uh. 
We've had it happen once or twice. Okay. Yeah. Thought about putting like glass over it or something to protect it, but nah. No worries. When I was a little kid, there was, it used to go over to, uh, you know, I only had one Muslim friend, Irfan. No. And uh, Indian kids, and I don't know if you had the same case in your high school. You probably didn't have any Indian kids. But um, maybe, maybe I think there was a Native American. Oh, yeah, no, they don't, they, they don't count literally okay. anymore. Um, wow. But like, like the, the Muslim kids or the Indian kids or the Sikhs uh, who aren't Muslims per se, they, they love wrestling. No kidding. They love pro wrestling. So um, I went over to his house once for a pay-per-view, and I'll never forget this. He had the remote control wrapped in plastic wrap. His parents did. It completely wrapped? What? Everything was wrapped in plastic wrap. The couch oh. was in plastic. Uh, in plastic. you gotta, you got to keep up the value of that kind of thing. You've got to be ready to sell it. You don't want to overuse it. The TV remote had plastic on it. And all the buttons look pristine. I Absolutely. It. Why aren't we doing that? I don't know. I, we don't it. care We should do that much. with the equipment here, with, with the, the board, the, op, the board right here. We could we could take care of a lot. Well, I know you'll be talking later with uh, with, with Doctor Johnson with uh, Doctor J uh, about the Cubs. But yeah. my God, are they on? Uh, things are looking good. Things are fun. There's they're a whole lot of fun. You know, as a guy who who's a, a real Cubs fan who wants nothing but yeah. What would you want to know from a real Cubs fan? I'm right here. No, 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 no. You're part of the old disease. Doctor J is going to be on too. Get out of here. You're part of like I had a root canal Monday where they they dug they. Busted the tooth oh, did they open. take all your Cubs negativity out with that root canal? They, they busted the, the tooth open, and they dug out all the bad Get rot the that was in there, cleaned it out, and sealed it back up. So your doctor was like, Theo, you are a lot like the old rot. Get out of Cubs here. Uh, Get You're the bad tooth. I am not. You know what? Now that that's out of the way, the now new... that they're scrubbing down that park, and real fans like me who have been on board wow. since Theo got here, you know, we see it now. The now this victory is coming. In the park are going to be big. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, there's subtly, it, it's there's going to be some subtleness to it. They're going to keep some of the aspects of the old park alive, but that jumbotron, well, it's not a jumbotron. No. Uh, the big screen right now, it just looks out of place. There's, if you fill up the bleachers a little bit, we've talked about it a couple mm-hmm. times, and then uh, you get the other scoreboard on the other side, it'll look a little bit more in place at that point, but it's going to be different. Sure. It's going to be a lot different up there. You think so? Yeah. In the whole culture, everything's changing. Hell, now you catch a beer or you catch the ball in your beer mm-hmm. and then you got to chug it. I saw that. Yeah, that's been the, a thing now. The gal did it and then the next game, a guy did it. Yeah. So now it's a thing. And then in St. Louis, it happened and the guy spilled his, just threw his beer out. Jesus. And they say that they're real, they're, they're real baseball fans no, out there. No, that's obviously what they say. not. Now that I'm a Cubs fan. Now that you're. Now that I'm I want to know from anybody in St. Louis, if there's anyone from St. Louis who listens to our show, hit us up. Let us know. Uh, what's the traffic like around Bush Stadium? Bush? Al, I think I think that would really help your hatred more for the Cardinals. When I when I lived in Paris, all the farmers said Bush. I see the White Sox one today. Their season's been a little uh yeah. little up and down right now. Uh Brayu did get a home run. I think a two run homer. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh they they won. I I think they have a couple of victories this season. You know, we're going to be doing that fundraiser for comedy accident uh, for the for Fairdale for my family. We are yeah. by, the, by the tornado. Uh, we got a Jose Abreu signed shirt that's going to be available to raffle off at that point. That is awesome. Yeah, isn't that great? We got we got a Hootie Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, he he signed a CD for us. Really? Um, the uh, kid, Darius Darius Dar- Darius uh, Hootie. Um, 
the kid from uh, my my uh, adopted town of Paris, Illinois, Brett Eldridge. He's from Paris. Yes, yeah. I'll be done. He used to sing the little county fairs. You like, see him around? Oh, all the time. Before he really made it. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, well, it's he was, a minute. I mean, he was like a fourteen-year-old kid who was singing, and you just be like, okay, cute, you know. There's, nothing's ever going to happen think, with that kid. I think we talked about it. You, you thought he had it, or you didn't? No, you, nothing's going to happen. I mean, I thought he was talented, but I didn't. You know what? When you're twenty-something years old, you don't really see it yet. Like you, you don't, you don't understand it can happen. Right. Like right. you think, oh, this is—it's a pipe dream. Right. To become a country star or, or become a pro wrestler or to become any kind of celebrity, it, it it doesn't really happen. But I gotta say, I remember the kid working at it. You know, anytime there was a, you know, I was making a public appearance at some uh, event. I mean, he was there singing and he was good. I mean, he, he. I remember a girl though who was better than him. I wonder what happened to her. Um, who's from the South there? Gretchen Wilson? Yeah, it was Gretchen. Gretchen Wilson was already on the radio when I was really? there. Really? Yeah. She's from down in that neighborhood, right? Is she from Cairo, Illinois? Is she? I don't remember I that. She's yeah, from the, right. uh, what do they call that? The old Egypt? Little Egypt. Down Little there. Egypt, sure. Yeah. Uh, Jose Abreu, back to him. Uh, before the game today, he said, uh, I have every confidence in this team. Um, and he had quite a bit to say, and he said it through his interpreter, Al. He just said, I have confidence in this team, and he, and he was really building his leadership mm-hmm. with the team. And then he went out, and he spoke with his bat. I think there was a president who said something like that. Speak softly and use your bat. Sure. Old, old uh, Teddy Roosevelt. That was the exact quote? Or Calvin Coolidge. I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. Pretty sure it was Roosevelt, though. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's five homers for Abreu. That's all that kid does. That's amazing. That is, uh, he's an abrasive of Abreu. I like it. But uh, you know you got how, this this Bryant kid over in the Cubs. My God, what a, what a pickup this kid is, huh? Well, he hits the ball often. Yeah, he gets on base a lot. He's second on the team in walks on a team that is leading the league in walks already. Fangraphs did an article on one of the hits he made, and nobody in the world can make that hit. He's that really? special. Uh, he 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 does he does some really good things. So uh, and it it says something because you know opening day. Friday, I was over there. Yeah, and he swung for the fences every damn pitch. I think he swung at the first six pitches that came. Well, now that now that my Cubs are on track to win the World Series, Al Archer, in the next three years, we're doing it. I mean, I can't wait to be in the parade. Around. Damn it, I'm gonna curse. Don't make me curse. Quit claiming these Cubs because that, that's some horse shit, right? No, now. I've been with the go Cubs go. I've been with them since day one, and now that you know we scrubbed the losing out of there, and we're a real organization, it, it, it's so wonderful to you be a part of this. You do realize that with the success of this team, more people are going to be going to that ballpark. They're actually closing down streets game days, causing more traffic. There's going to be more cars, more people on the side. you got a bike now. There's going to be more people on the sidewalks. There's going to be more cars who don't know how to drive around bicycles. When... When a team wins, Clark, you let all of that go. I don't mind traffic if it's victory. You know what? The Blackhawks have a parade downtown. Shut the damn streets down. They're champions. That's what you do for champions. When you have a bunch of losers year after year after year, and they're dumb, dopey fans supporting the losing, you know what? To hell with that. That is just uh, that's a nuisance. That is what you call a general nuisance, and everyone should have been arrested on those charges. But they didn't. They let it go. And now we have real fans coming in. The people coming in, those are real fans who know a real organization who want to be part of a victorious group so like the, the Chicago Cubs. So the real fans Cubs. are catching balls in their cups, pounding their beers. Yeah, those people those would have the been there fans. five years ago. They, they were sick of the losing. Speaking of real fans pounding beers, remember how nice it was Friday? About yeah. 75 degrees sure. out at the ballpark. 
beers actually, th- this is proven scientifically, they go down a lot faster. That night, Lauren and I, we may have left a pizza in the oven for a moment. Shocking. For a few hours. Shocking. It was a hell of a day. Made for a rough Saturday. I feel like every other show you leave a pizza in the oven. This is the first time we actually we got pissed at the neighbors a couple, like twice now since they moved in last July about burning pizza. And then here we are doing that. Well, I'd like to introduce our guest. I, I spoke to you fine listeners here a few moments ago. Al mentioned it too, but uh, Brent Bridwell uh, has joined us. Hey, Brent. In the house. Hi. Oh, hang on. Hang on. It's good. Get, get his mic on there. Hang on. Let me try to get Alan, your mic I can. Al, what did you say you hate? Well, well, you know, we can talk about it. I have bad breath. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. We'll, Jack, we'll, hey. Here. Hi. Here. Let, let me work on that. Can you talk on that for a second? I was also supposed to stay at Clark's house that night of the pizza burning to get up for record store day, but he never answered my calls. Well, now we know why. He was dealing with a five-alarm fire here. <laughs> uh, you got to tell him, what What did I do, though, that night to, to help you out in the morning? I got up that morning, and Clark, I was in line for the, it's this dumb record store thing. I'm a dork about it. I got in line, and right as soon as I step in line, Clark's walking down the street with a coffee. He was going to stand in line for me if I didn't get in there. Wow. Uh, yeah. I was going to give it a shot. What a, Classic Clark. You know, sometimes he's the nicest guy in the world, and other times I don't know what the hell's going on with Clark. Less, thoughtful, sometimes thoughtless. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the situation Perfect. with this microphone. It's like the situation with this uh, microphone right here. This is good radio. Is this now the microphone's not working? This is exactly what I talked about at the beginning of the show. The, the worst part of podcasts are when guys sit around talking about how their equipment's not working. So I've ruined everything. Way to go, Brent. I don't even know which one works. I don't either. But anyways, yeah, no, traffic is okay when it's for a purpose. You know, unless it's the president and and the 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 president's a democrat, then there's no excuse for causing traffic in Chicago. But so based on your theory, all those fans who were Blackhawks fans back in the day when the Hawks weren't on TV and they were terrible, those were those were not the real fans. No, the real fans time. started coming out once they started winning championships. Yes, those are the real because they knew the product was worthy of them. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Back when you, so we're getting rid of the term fair weather here. Yeah, no, there's no such thing as a fair weather fan. A fair weather fan <laughs> is, is a guy who one day's cheering for the Packers, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're going to the Super Bowl, the the Seahawks, and they got a Seahawks shir- a shirt on. Okay, okay. <laughs> are we, what, I'm pretty sure there's no microphones now. Oh, there it is. No, they're there. They are. They are there. Huh. Hello. Okay. Am I on? I don't know. Yeah. That's all that's important. Right, exactly. That's my theory. Um, see, back in the day, Blackhawks, the only people who would go to the Blackhawks games were, were day traders. Were not, not day traders, but guys who worked at the uh, Merck. They'd do their business, they, they'd finish up, and then they'd ride over to Chicago Stadium, and they'd get drunk there in their suits and ties and watch uh, hockey. You couldn't watch it on TV. Slobs like you and I, we couldn't go down to the tavern and, and get a cold pop because, it's you know, just insane to me. it was horrible. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was garbage. But now the product is there, and people are supporting it. And wow, this is the best I've ever heard these headphones. Whatever you're doing is working right now. Are they working? Yeah, this is the best uh, I think the show's ever sounded. Oh yeah. Uh, well, uh, wow. I'm in stereo. Is that, is that all the microphones right there? Am I? Yeah. I can't hear myself, Hello? but maybe that's just. I can hear you. Some weird in my head stuff. Yeah, no, it's all in your head. What is what is the thing that you hate the most about uh, these podcasts? You're very hot right now, and I'm not talking in a uh, attractive way. My microphone's up. All right, how's that? A little better? A lot better. Jesus. 
Like we've never done one of these before. Yeah, I, again, I hate the 20 minutes uh, in podcasts where you, you just hear clicking and there's, there's no content and they're just talking about everything that's not working. And it's like, why am I listening to this? And that's probably – I mean people could text in right now and join the conversation even though we might not be able to hear them. I've ruined everything. <laughs> I can hear them, yeah. Oops. There's the clicking. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I don't hear you right now. I don't hear anything anymore. Well, uh, how about now? There we go. Hello? Yeah. <clears throat> Ladies okay. and gentlemen, the one thing that we, we weren't going to do tonight was talk about if these things are working. Can you hear me right now? I can hear you. Yeah. We should settle down. Let's get into this groove. Okay. Now that all the microphones are, are on and working, we should be able to roll. Well, good for the Cubs, good for baseball, good for um, good for everything. I'm sorry, I came in late. Did you guys talk about the win last night? Yeah, we, we spoke a little bit about it. Uh, we didn't Incredible. really jump into it. Uh, it it's 635 uh, here near the bottom of the hour. Dr. Johnson is going to be joining us as well. Nice. We'll talk some more, some more baseball. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested right now, though. Let's talk a little bit about basketball here. Both. Al, we're fully into the NBA playoffs okay. at this time. Uh, tonight, we got quite a few games that are in their second game of the first round. Uh-oh. Yeah. And of course, the Bulls currently got themselves a two nothing lead over the Bucks, looking good too. Yeah, they are. It's good now. The real fans are coming out, you know. Amen. Now you know <laughs> exactly. Yeah. People who are willing to spend a little money on tickets, not these dopes who try to get them at the box office. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, we're rolling. But it's a it's a terrible team we're playing. I mean, yeah, it's Milwaukee. That'll help. It's a perfect tune up for as banged up as we've been. This is the first time we've really been healthy all year. I mean, obviously Miritich is out now, but. Uh, First time we've had the core yeah. together. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind even dropping a game, a game against Milwaukee. Cause I just think, sure, just put on a show. Just, well, just more time together out there is going to – I mean, then you get thrown to the Wolves of Cleveland, you know. Have you noticed since they, they moved – Cavs the, of Cleveland, sorry, Cavs. They, uh, they moved the uh, Michael Jordan statue. The Bulls have been healthy. What? Where'd they move it? I, I think they, they threw it in storage. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Because I think they're building something over there. They're going to put it back. They are going to put it back. But right now, it's been moved. As soon as Michael Jordan disappeared, they got healthy. <laughs> that shadow. It is. It's the shadow of Jordan looming over the place. I think every playoffs, they should get rid of the Michael Jordan statue. Bring it back during the season. I mean, you got to respect the legend. Well, they could also move it somewhere else in Chicago where a lot of people are. Move it over by Wrigley. No, put it over by Michigan Avenue. A lot of, people, a lot of uh, tourists are hanging around there. They want to see the statue anyway. I think over it, there. it would be awesome if they it. put it in front of the bean. There you go. Wow. Get a picture with that? that. Over the bean? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> That's yeah. a good picture right there. Michael Jordan with the bean? Uh, I think they're building a Blackhawks uh, practice facility. I think they're putting theirs in right there, too. Oh, nice. Right next to the new Advocate Center. Wow. That thing's massive. I didn't even notice them building it, and all of a sudden it just seemed like it was yeah, there. it's gorgeous. I don't know. Their new practice facilities downtown. They used to practice up in uh, Lake... No, not Lake Forest. Way out there. I'd Deerfield. Deerfield, yeah. Something like Somewhere that. Like, the, um, like the Bears. The Roberto Center. The Alberto Center. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's it. Um, no, Rose Rose was on all cylinders game one. He he kicked that into extra gear a couple times. That was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's in there. It's exciting. A um, little off the second game, but he still looked good. You know, He's still 1.5 times the speed of everyone else on the court when he turns it on. It's insane. That's right. I, 
I was concerned during game one because there were a lot of people on the Twitter talking about how they thought that he may have been hurt. Yeah. Um, he was off. He was uh, out for a few minutes early, quite early. Mm-hmm. And he looked winded was the thought. But then soon after that, I guess he uh, decided to show that he could still turn it on. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, <coughs> this is a good tune-up, but we'll see. It's all about the next round, as we know. And I got, I watched that Cavs game last night. LeBron had like 31-7-7. Seven and seven. And Then the interview after, he's just so – he's reached like a Peyton Manning point in his career where he just – he's just really smart and knows what to say. Yeah. Been around. Okay. okay. Damn it, I like him. I oh, like no. him. Don't and let then, it happen. It, it happened for like 10 minutes, and then I thought about – I've got – Tickets potentially to the next round to a game. And I started thinking about that. I was like, I, I hate him. Yeah, I hate him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. but you respect him. I do. I do. I think when he's not on your team, you have to hate him, but you have to respect him. Right. Just like Pey- Peyton Manning. Like I, I respect Peyton Manning. Um, but if I could throw a battery at him and a snowball, I would. <laughs> what but size I'm, battery? Like a How C. Big would you go? I wouldn't go D. I'd go C. Okay. You know, definitely. You don't want to do a double A. B's you can't find anymore. Would you say the same about Aaron Rodgers? Oh yeah, the yeah. D's. I'd go yeah. D's on those. But you respect him. Um, okay. A little less, a little less, but okay. I do. I mean, he, he, there's no doubt. Week one, by the way, Bears uh, Packers. We'll talk a little football later. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and Thanksgiving night, right? That's right. Hey, what's happening there? Yeah, that's nice graphics, guys. Yeah, that's our new ESPN sounds. You room. know, my second favorite thing about listening to podcasts is when they accidentally play the sound that they. Well, did. that didn't sound accidentally. It sounded like you, you were going to yeah, a new segment. Like a Clark, no, a Clark idea. <laughs> but I was. <laughs> I was going for that one. That was our. That's our new okay. ESPN sound clip. I like it. It happens. Um, wow. So three weeks ago, give or take a, a week, everybody was ready to take a, a Thibodeau and throw him in the uh, in the river. Now, yeah. I mean, is, is is that still there? Do you think if, let's say, they they lose, very possible in the second round. I mean, it's pretty pretty sure thing they should beat Milwaukee. Um, but let's say they get in the second round and they, they lose, um, you know, in uh, five, six games. Yeah. Is he still gone? Avoided all those articles as long as I could. It was always the Sun-Times and, you know, just, no, okay, no. okay, or Bleach Report or just people trying to stir stuff up. But then, I don't know, it started spreading in a way where I was like, it seems legit, and I think they have to. I think they have to go seven with Cleveland for him to have a chance. Okay. Staying. I mean, it's sad because he's a top five coach in the league. Sure. It could just be one of those things where it's just timing and obviously injuries made it not work out. You know. Yeah. And obviously, a lot of rumors of dissension between him and management, but well, it, it's gotten to the point where it, it can't be rumors. At, yeah. at this point, like there's some legitimate sources that are finally mentioning it now, and that's just too bad because uh, he is awful. one. Of, he is a great coach. He's what really do you think the, about management then? At that point, what do you think about Gar Foreman and John Paxson? I think they do a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think their be, their interests are in the health of the players. And he takes some flack. I thought they did a lot better job. I don't know if they clamped down on him, which it seemed like there were more minutes restrictions this year. Yeah. A lot better job of kind of, I don't know, almost forcing him to limit some time for some people. I know that was the big conflict, but yeah, I don't know. I think they do a hell of a job. It's just sometimes it's one of those things where it's just like, well, it wasn't the right time. You know, like uh, right. like when Dungey left the Bucks, it's like they were primed to win the championship. They may have won it with him, but it was just the time. Well, and the what, about, what about uh, when uh, Scott Brooks? Leaves the uh, Thunder. 
Uh, that was a similar situation, honestly. It's like he didn't do a bad job. He just got a bad hand, you know? I mean, they would be peaking right now if they were healthy competing for championships. Now, you and I were catching some sources out there saying that Billy Donovan is heading there. Is there any legitimate source that you've seen talking Um, about Billy Donovan leaving Florida? No, it also popped up that Ollie, while initially said he wasn't at all interested, could be interested. Mm -hmm. He used to play for them and knows KD really well. I think KD is the big factor they're basically okay. it's kind of a LeBron thing, how they just let LeBron be GM almost, which okay. almost, yeah. I think they're going to go to KD and like, well, who do you want? You know, they're definitely going to yeah. ask him because he's a free agent next year. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. But, yeah, I think we have to go seven with Cleveland. To okay. Him to keep All right. His job. Yeah. I mean, that's a good number. I mean, that's a, that's a long series. It's uh, the end of the series. I've got tickets to game six. So, let's <laughs> so you really definitely push it. I mean, he, he deserves to lose his job if you're not sitting in those seats. Then I'll be pissed. Thank you all for listening to the Larcher and Lawrence and Sports Show. Uh, this is episode 122. We do it weekly, Block Talk Radio, iTunes, and Stitcher. Give us a call if you're listening live, 888-787-4827. We're here with Brent J. Bridwell. And, oh, hey, we do have a text line. We do, 773-559-5189. Um, if you're young, attractive, make sure you send your selfies. Yeah, that'll work. That'll Okay, we'll go with that. So here we sit. Uh, the Hawk series looks like that is uh, cruising along tonight. Yeah, a little tired right now. My God, that thing almost – I was ready to call last call, and that game was still going on. Oh, you're talking about the Blackhawks. Oh, what were you Hawks. talking about? I was saying uh, – still talking NBA. With oh, this yeah, guy, yeah, 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 the series. There. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. Again, I'm is, he's Al Larcher, and I am Clark Lorton, and this is the Larcher and Lorton Sports Show. Right. Yes. Did you guys make it till the end of last night? You were working. Yeah, I was working. I was watching. Did you make it, Clark? Uh, I, uh, I went to bed at regulation. Yeah. So I didn't make it. Well, not even close. You did the right thing, yeah. Because every time you're like, "Well, I've gone this far. I'm like, right. going." Yeah. But it, like those, it's the intermissions that kill you because it's like, okay, there's gonna be more of that heart pounding. No, no, we're gonna give it 20 minutes, yeah. and uh, just like, ugh. What was it 117? I think the game ended. I had a moment last. That's what I heard. I had a moment last night where um, I look up and I see the Blackhawks score. I'm like, yeah, Blackhawks win, Blackhawks win. I start, I cut out of the song it's on. Start playing, oh yeah, start playing Chelsea Dagger, and I'm playing. I'm like getting into it, and all of a sudden the manager comes over to me. He's like, hey, uh, we're still in overtime. I'm I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I'm like, oh, we didn't win. Nashville won. I saw it wrong. He's like, no, 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 no. We're we're the game is still on. Yeah, it's intermission. No way. I looked up. I saw a replay of the last score. So no way. How do you play that off? I announced Hillary Clinton won in presidency. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, I, I see things. Just kept with the conspiracy. That's right. That's how it goes. Started playing Hail to the Chief. Uh, yeah, if I had started watching it at, at the end of at regulation, I would have been in the whole time. No doubt about it. So the kid did all right. Again. Oh, insane. I mean, it was so, I mean, I'm not a hockey fan. I hate hockey, but I watch right. it. This really? Time, I do. Yeah, I playoff hockey it. I watch. I, I, I enjoy playoff hockey a whole lot. Um, I, I think it's much more fun to make fun of hockey than be a fan of it. Like, <laughs> I mean, you've seen. You've, well, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, uh, yeah. True fans. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I lasted until 1 o'clock, and that was like beginning of third overtime. And I was just like, I can't do this again. No. I like that that's your stance on hockey, but then you're like, yeah, I can watch. I, exactly I can watch, watch two overtime home, but I hockey. Also was it constantly well, acknowledging yeah. the reasons I hated it? Like, it's that anybody. Make these, sorry, make these guys play. Let's go. 
Yeah, but playoff hockey, it's, the but overtime it just that they can it score is. at any time. I've never been excited done. watching a, a baseball game, no matter how good the damn Come thing on. was. But uh, hockey, I can sit there for six hours. Where and just were sit, you sit in 2003? And... Where were you in the White Sox one in 2005? There was Don't good stop baseball believing. being played around. Oh, yeah. We, we had a great manager. We had Ozzy. in South Detroit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom. Come on. Singer in a smoky room. And you hated baseball there? No, I loved it because we were winners. Oh, Jesus. But I hated the game. I loved the victories, hated the game. Don't hate the players, hate the game. You know what I mean? I was uh, I was doing the karaoke thing at that time, and uh, I played I played Sweet Home Chicago after they won. Not Don't Stop Believing? Right. No. All right. We were up on the north side. I hear you. Uh, it wasn't like that. That was beautiful. It's a touching moment. Like so that's a pretty great Blackhawks talk. Yeah. You, okay, you want real Blackhawks talk? Go ahead. The Canadian dollar is crashing right now, okay? And what that's going to do, and the hockey has, is failing because of it, they're going to have to lower instead of increase your salary cap going into next season. What? Now, we got a guy named Corey Crawford making $5 million in a, a team that's already right on the cap. Now, you got a guy who stepped up playing goalie Whoa. who's not making $5 million. You're going to have to get rid of Corey Crawford if this kid holds true. How much? How much is the cap hit? Do you know? Like, is it? I don't know exactly how it works in hockey. But I don't either. What you're saying is true. That is, yeah, shit. we're in cap hell right now. The Blackhawks. There's going to be a lot of people pissed. There's going to be a lot of guys you know who won't be on this team next year because sure. you know the Canadian dollar. You got to well, blame the Canadians the on NHL, this. One. From what this I is what happens when you believe in a Canadian sport. The CBA yeah. in the NHL is very complicated as it is. I, I don't understand it. I told you guys I hate hockey, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> so we decided to have Brent Bridwell on. I think you can tweet at him at, at Brent J. Bridwell, uh, member of Think Tank Comedy. Hey, you got a fundraiser going on here in another month or two? I know we're going to talk about ours at some time, but you're doing something. Uh, yeah, April? our buddy Freddie is recovering, and we're going to do a benefit for Fred him. Fred Thunder. End nice. End of uh, May, May 30th. Okay. Blackout Diary show. Uh-oh. Yeah. Those are yeah. fun. We'll get it out there. Those are fun. Yeah, Excellent. I, it's just common people telling drunken tales. Cool. And you Nothing might wrong with that. If uh, if something works out, you'd like to get to that stadium out uh, in Golden State. What's the deal with it? Are they leaving the stadium there? They're, I think they're. And you might to go for a playoff a stadium game? on a uh, on the on the water there, much like the baseball stadium. Oh, all right. But it's taken a lot longer for things. It was supposed to be done like this year, but it's taken like two years longer. So I think it's, they have two years left there. But it's supposed to be. Is it started? Have, I think did they, they break have. ground? I think they have. Was but, it political? Uh, I don't. I, I haven't. No I, idea. I don't know. I just want to go to the old stadium. <laughs> and what's the word with that? It's small. It's old. It's rackety. Wooden wooden yeah, chairs. Terrible college stadium, basically. Okay. The, the right. coach in this series for the Pelicans has already said it just doesn't seem fair and made that we have to come here. Like it just doesn't seem within the league rules that this is allowed. It's like wow. It's like noise. the it's like yeah. the Wrigley Field, like. You know, it, it, it was such a mecca at Wrigley that nobody really talked about how bad the locker rooms were. They, oh, they yeah. mentioned they were small, oh, yeah. but just like when you realize how good other teams have that shit, yeah. like that's an advantage. Sure. It puts small, your yeah. team at a disadvantage. It's like, it's like in high school, like if you went to a school that was built in, say, 1970s, 80s, and then you go to one of these old Catholic schools that were built in like the 1900s, you know, you've got to suffer a little. Yeah. There's yeah. Petros. Archaic, yeah. Well, you know what the Hilton Chicago did? In 1927, they were the largest hotel in the world with over 3,000 rooms, but they were all small. They, uh, at some point, like knocked down half the walls, or and knocked down walls and rooms, and they have half the rooms now. 
because because of that. Things yeah. are small. Times they are a changing. Larcher and Lawrence in sports show, guys. You learn a lot about Hilton than uh, other things. Um. Anyways, what, what was I? There was something I was uh, I wanted to complain about. I don't it was remember. a Wrigley so many Field. things. Bears. It was the Bears. Field. The Bears are. Um, I'm excited for this season. I don't think they're going to be any good, but I mean we're a week away from the draft. Yeah. Uh, schedule just came out. Schedule just came out. We got uh, week one Green Bay Packers, and then uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving night. Green Bay. I think Green Bay's retiring. Far remember that. Yeah. What a horrible. That is one of the most disgusting um, atrocities that have ever been perpetrated on the Bears organization to have to sit there and watch this miserable, pill popping no. uh, drug addict, uh, number four, uh, you know, limp his way on with his grizzly Adams beard and, and, and retire his number in front of us. On Thanksgiving, we took him Eve. out of the game. You're ruining my we are Thanksgiving. With our family. What is that? Horrible. I will say, uh, I'd like to watch the Bears play at the end of the night. It, it kind of adds a little more flavor to the end of a Thanksgiving that's usually winding down. It'll be fun for a game. I wish I believed we could beat them because that would be uh, great. The thing is, they don't need to now. Like they've they've completely redone everything. If they can compete with that team, I'm pretty I'm pretty impressed. You know, I used to work in a cemetery. Yeah. And one of the things I uh, I learned wow. was when one when you have an old when you have old people and the, you know they're a couple for a long time when one dies the other one croaks shortly after. Okay. I mean, it happens a lot, like uncomfortably amount. Like, you know, somebody will die, and then three months later, part two. Right. You know, you'll see the same name on the board, and you'll be like, oh, here comes uh, Daddy. No, it, um, it does happen quite often. It's actually yeah. a beautiful thing. It is. I, I think it is. It happened to John yeah. and June Carter Cash. June died. Yeah. Johnny was a couple months later. Anyways. Um, my, uh, my grandparents. What were we talking about right before that? Because I actually did have a point going into this. Uh oh oh watching the game. The Brett F- when cool. Brett Favre's number is retired, when Brett Favre's number is retired, I'm pretty sure you're going to see John Madden in the obituaries. Come on, within the next uh, wow. three four months after that okay. retirement, that okay. together. Yep. Been, he is such a loving part of his life in football that when that number is retired, I think some yep. horrible is going to happen to John Madden. <laughs> Just a theory. I don't know. Marv yeah. Albert didn't croak when Jordan died. <laughs> Yeah. Jordan retired. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> so, whoa. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> yes. Retired. Retired. Yes. One day he will, though. He's he's still the guy on TNT now, right? He does uh, some NBA TV. I know he did college. Marv Albert? Oh, yeah. He's there. Marv Albert's kid looks like a penis, though. So. Oh, come on. He's Kevin, a very phallic-looking no. individual. That's Kevin Harlan I was thinking of. Uh, oh, yeah. Kenny Albert. Kenny Albert. Is there it is. Son? Yeah. His brother. No, no. Kenny Albert. He looks like he might have Downs. Or he's he's very phallic looking, and I I mean that with all due respect. Yeah, I mean there's no you know I'm not saying anything bad. He just that's the way the guy looks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and he annoys me in base in, in football games when he calls the Bears games. Now Marv Albert was into the uh, ladies' underwear, right? Was that him? He like bit a, a woman. Yeah, there was some biting and a, something like that yeah, going he was on. Kicked off the air for a bit. Okay, but, it was slightly yeah. more embarrassing than like the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. It was uh, yeah biting. I mean, right. he wasn't a president. Or something. It's a know. lot different. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know. Respect. Well, yeah, Respect we have the Albert family. We have Brent Bridwell here in studio with us. Uh, that's my partner, Al Larcher. I'm Clark Lawrenson. We do the Larcher and Lawrenson Sports Show. And uh, right now, a guy, gentleman joining us on the hotline is uh, none other than, uh, well, uh, Dr. Johnson. Uh, hey, Doc. Thanks for uh, joining Good us evening. tonight. 
Thanks for having me, Clark. Hey, Al. Hey, Brent. Hey, what's going on, Doc? Oh, just trying to watch two games at once here. <laughs> well, are you, which which two games are you on? I, obviously the Cubs. Yeah, I got the, the big Cubs on the TV, and then I got uh, the South Bend Cubs on the Internet. Oh, On MILB right. TV. And now you're watching MILB TV a lot? Yeah, that's online. It's, okay. It uh, costs like fifty dollars a year to get. It's pretty good. And okay. All how, the Cubs. Well, the Cubs just made it out to South Bend uh, this season, yeah. and how how are they how are they looking over? How's the low level A team looking in South Bend? Well, they have some pretty pretty studly starting pitching. Um, they've gone the last twenty six innings and only gave up two runs in the starting pitching, but. They're having a lot of problems with their bullpen. They've blown uh, five of their last six games. The bullpen has blown the save. So Okay. But there's a, a lot of good starting pitching, like tonight's starter, Jeremy Null. When when you okay. watch him, he, look, he looks like a right-handed Randy Johnson. He's about 6'8 and 230 pounds, and he throws way over the top. So the ball is coming down at a hard angle to it. How, how is where where's he at? Is is he looking to stick around uh there for a while or do you see him heading uh heading down to uh Myrtle Beach for the high level A? Do you see him heading to uh double A? Well I think it, it depends on um what the Cubs need at the major league and then everything shifts based on that. But I don't I I see Null staying there most of the year. Maybe he might go to Myrtle Beach in August, but for the most part, okay. I've seen him staying in South Bend all year. Well, uh, you, I know you you watch a lot of the prospects. I think pretty much all of them. You got yourself a, a database on them because we've talked. I've talked with you about uh-huh. a ton of different guys. Uh, yeah. A lot of these guys are making their cracks with the big leagues these days. And how? What are you thinking about that? Uh, it's pretty exciting to to watch the game. I mean, you and I were tweeting or messaging back and forth last night about. You know, they were down three runs. I'm like, oh, th- these those are the old Cubs. The old Cubs couldn't come right. back from this. I go, these guys, you know, they had Soler, Rizzo, and Bryant coming up first in the top of the ninth. And I'm like, they could come back and do this. And sure enough, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, I was watching the last game against San Diego on Sunday, and they were down by, two, by three runs with uh, two outs. Well... Two guys managed to get on base with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, down by three runs. So the the game tying run at least came to the plate after two outs, and that was an encouragement to me. And last night, well, as you know, Brent, you were watching the game last night too. It was just exciting to watch. It was, and they came back basically multiple times. I mean, it was amazing. Different bursts that kept happening. I was like, well, we we could still do this. We could still do this. I think that's the incredible thing is that we're actually able to say that now. <laughs> There's definitely a different feel. I mean, there's a positive, like, you you believe these Cubs can win, and they, they are building towards something great. So, yeah, exciting. Doc, how, how do you see Chris Bryant's uh, last week? Well, what do you think of it? Uh, I, I think it's pretty much expected. Um, he almost cranked one out tonight in the bottom, in the top of the first, but it was foul. Uh, All right. But I, I'm still waiting for the the home run to come. But I think oh, what is, he's been pretty he's a plate close. Discipline, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, he rips the balls. I mean, no doubt about it. He covers a lot of the plate because, you know, he's six foot five. And like Solaire, I mean, he just, he's an eagle eye when it comes to what's a strike and what's not. And um, I knew he had a good discipline and I knew he took a lot of pitches, but I didn't know he takes a lot of close pitches that most people would normally swing at. He and Solaire both don't swing at them. I just think it's hilarious that he's he's known for this for taking pitches, which he's done now. But the first game one, I mean, I think he swung at his, the first six pitches and missed them all. I think he just yeah, said the hell yep. with it. We're just going to unleash it. Let's swing like crazy now because you know you're going to settle down <laughs> in a minute. That first, yeah. Yeah, he said he only got three hours of sleep Thursday night, <laughs> and Probably. every pitch he swung at was a good six to eight inches in off. And then well, the next day, he wouldn't even, he he just let that pitch go. And he yeah. just got three walks and a single, and then I think it was was it Sunday's game. He got like three RBI or two RBIs, and then Monday night he was he just went off. Uh, tell me, tell Incredible. me real quick about um, Addison Russell. Uh, what kind of ball player do we expect? Because uh, at the major league level, we've only seen him uh, for five at bats. Yeah, well, the comp when he was traded was. Billy Bean, the A's general manager, said, congratulations, you just got Barry Larkin. Um, I watched wow. him Ooh. on a on a MILB TV last summer when he was traded and he played for Tennessee. Uh-huh. He's got a really short stroke, which he can hey hit with a uh-huh. lot of power. Yes. Um, he has good range uh, as a shortstop, but now he's playing second base, which he just just picked one up, but it was too deep in the hole on the game here. But he's I think he's gonna struggle a little bit, but I think he's gonna figure it out pretty quickly. Whereas Bryant, you know, struggled just the first day. I think Russell may it may take him a week or two to kind of get in a groove and and figure things out on the major league level. Would you uh, think but, this is another piece that that's uh needed to bring this team yeah. to uh, a chance? Yeah, I think he's got a lot more pop than you expect, and he can also hit for a high average. He's only, he just turned 21. He is not, and Brian okay. is 23, but he's only a month younger or a month older than Bryce Harper. So he's had about Harper, another 40 years to play baseball. Yeah. So I'd like to be a, around a, a while. A quick hypothetical with a lot of guys, a lot of uh, good uh, potential and some good uh, just athletes playing the infield right now. What, um, what if uh, Javi Baez, when he gets back here, because the uh, word is that he's coming back from the bereavement leave after the death of his sister, uh, if he comes back, and what if he turns it around and he comes back up to the major league level, what do you see the most likely scenario happening with uh, the influx of infielders? Bryant going to left? Yeah, I, I would think Bryant would go to left, and Russell would go to third, and Baez would stay at second. Okay. But, I mean, he's really got to change a lot yes. on his approach. I mean... Major League, he's ready defensively at short or second. Um, he's a good base runner. Uh, he's incredible. I so watched three or four spring training games, and he got some crappy throws from the catchers, but he made some incredible tags to get guys out at second on stolen bases. So I think defensively he could come in as a defensive replacement now, but he's not going to get the at-bats. Right. he would need as a hitter. My last thing, and, and guys, this is for everybody kind of here too, uh, 
while we have Doc on the phone, is that some people are saying by calling Addison Russell up last night that they're they're going for it. Like the, all the World Series talk and whatnot. And I just saw a quote from Madden before the game. He said he's still you know fine with the World Series talk, <sighs> things like that. Do you think? That they're going that by bringing Addison Russell up, this kind of signals, hey, we're going to work on pitching next. Yeah, I think uh, that I, means if they're in a position, if they're in a position, come the trade deadline, where it's like we can really make a run at this, they're going to do it, and then we might trade for a couple pitchers then, or, or spend a little money then, you know, do what we need to do. Yeah, they're, they're definitely. What are you comfortable with them doing though? I don't even know yet. I don't even know this team okay. yet. I just know yeah. I'm excited. I think this yeah. is remember, remember that root canal I was talking about the yeah. old the bad Cubs yeah. fan. I think Go this ahead. is a question you're bringing up as a bad Cubs fan because we've been told you got to have the patience, and now it's starting to pay off. But don't get ahead of yourself. I'm driving this bandwagon, Clark, and I'm not ready to put my foot on the gas yeah. just yet. But I was an adult watching in '03, Al. Uh, Doc, what do you think? Well, it's only 13 games in, and there's a lot of baseball oh. between now and and probably the middle of June they'll make a determination on whether they're going to go for it or not. But if they do, they have the prospects in AA and high A Myrtle Beach um, to make some trades, to pick up some people. I mean, Dan Vogelbach is a key piece that you and I have talked about before. Six foot, 250 pound, hits for average, can hit for power, um, just his first year at Double A, he's only 21, yep. and um, he could he he's blocked by Rizzo, so there's he yeah. can't play the outfield. The reason and why this guy, DH, yep, there it is. He's telling. Go, go ahead, Doc. Yeah, he can DH, want? and he, there's really nowhere for him to go as a Cub. He's not yeah. going to come up and pinch he's gonna in. Need, he's going to need to be spot, yeah. AL probably for a guy like yeah. that. But you, your your guy Schwarber, who went to Indiana. He's moving up too. I I think he could be a bit of a trade. And then what about Elmora, Albert Elmora? I think he's going to stay a Cub because he is. Well, I saw him two years ago at Kane County, and there wasn't a pitch that he couldn't hit, and that was okay. part of his problem because <laughs> he can hit pretty much any pitch. Um, but he's not selective on the pitches. He can hit well, which is what they were trying to do with him last year, make him more selective make him look for pitches in zones that he can not only um, hit well, but also drive well, not necessarily home runs, but, you know, hit something into the gaps. And I yeah. think he, right now he's the best defensive uh, outfielder they have in the entire organization from rookie ball all the way up to the major leagues. I mean, it's it's not even <clears throat> close uh, for him. I think yeah, Schwarber right. stays just because he's a lefty bat and plays a premium position. Uh, but I don't see him being up maybe next year at the earliest in the summer. Almora could be up this fall. He could wow. come in in late innings. and That'd be a lot of fun. You know, yeah. Well, you know. yeah, Doc, thanks for uh, joining us again. Uh, since we've been on the phone, the Cubs have managed to go down 2 nothing here on the live show. It's and not I, over. We still and, uh we, we we're gonna have to let you go so you can get back to doing what you do best and uh, <laughs> watching yep. these cups without us being on. Hey, thanks for joining yeah. us. Th- thanks, Doc. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Yep. Take it easy. Have a good one. All right, bye. Yep. Door is closing. I loved having him. I love having him on. Go yeah, ahead. It was, 
Yeah, I should have brought this up while he was on. But I find it amazing we didn't bring up Castro's name in the trade talks. Like, he had that target on his back coming yeah. into this season, and he's played so well that it's, yeah, we should keep him. Man, he's picked up his defense. He's attacking out there. He's like, got a different look. <clears throat> I think uh, these young guys have really alleviated a lot of the pressure, pressure for uh, Rizzo and Castro a lot, where they don't feel like they have to do it. and It's going to make their jobs easier and easier for them to perform, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what I picked up out of that whole thing? What was that? Some guy needs more Al. They need some Al. All right, I'm, I'm, I believe it. I think the guy's going to go play. More I think uh, I think he's, he needs the more Al. Al. More Al. He needs the Al because he's a de- designated yeah. hitter. And what's this about some guy on bereavement? Who is this? What's his that? sister died. Oh, his sister had spina dips. So spina he bifida. Knew it was coming. And they were really close. No. It, it, it came out of nowhere, apparently. How much bereavement time did he get? I mean, the standard company, two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Then I won't question it. I was worried. I was really concerned that your answer was, that wasn't going to be good enough for you. Where did he go? I mean, where, huh? did he, where, where was his sister? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, could you sorry. talk into the microphone? It just helps for the listeners to hear sorry. you better. His where all. did he go for bereavement? Um, he uh, he went to the, he's from south of here. From another country. Yeah, yeah. Well, like so Panama? I don't know how these are internationally. I should Two weeks is fine. Two weeks If only there was a device that could show me this. I mean, he, you used to work in the business, so I'm not going to yeah. refute anything. You Thank know. you. I appreciate it. As a man with experience in bereavement, no, two weeks is what, appropriate. But, what if he was a gypsy? How long? Well, they got to travel by ways that uh, aren't standard. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is where he's from. Oh. Um in in your industry, like you you chose when people how long people got bereavement. You're like, no, oh, no, you're coming no, to see no. us. We choose that. Is it like a doctor's note? It's just something you know. Being really you know, true. when we have conferences and stuff, it's just things we talk about. When we have death industry uh, get-togethers, man. During during death, you, you tend to make jokes sometimes around it when it happens close to you. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the standard, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. and you're funny, yeah. <laughs> you have to. I mean, right? That's your job at that point. I mean, you got you got someone's got to be realistic. Exactly. There's still people alive. They need to laugh. Yeah, yeah. No, they're hoping he's back today. So we'll see. Hey, uh, it's Larger and Lawrence in episode 122. Brent Bridwell's joining us. You heard from uh, Doctor J, Doctor Johnson earlier, the doc. And uh, I got a. I did an interview with Brian Hunter. We'll get to that shortly. Might do it in the overtime. Might do it a little before. What do you? What's up? I also find like. If it's somebody close to you who died and you're at the funeral, like when my mom died, yeah. I think that was the funniest day of my life. Not wow. the day she died. That was a rough right. day. Right, right, but right. the day of the funeral when everyone was coming, because no matter what I said, people gave me the courtesy laugh. Oh, wow. So, no, I, you yeah, know what, you could say, right, happen. I killed that night. Yeah. That does happen. Um, but, but you need that. You do. It's part of the therapy. You do. To move along. Hey, really? WWE invading Chicago this, this, uh, weekend. this weekend. I have my autographs lined up. They're going to be at the comic book convention. I'm getting Sergeant Slaughter, CM Punk. Add to the encyclopedia. Um, Rikishi's fat ass is going to be there. Wow. Hall of Famer? Yeah, new Hall of Famer. Is that your first H- No, it's not your first Hall of Famer. That's do, one of many. Do Hogan and uh, Flair sign it, HOF? Yes. Okay. Flair put 13 times. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's his thing. And I think Jimmy Hart's in the Hall of Fame, yeah, if I'm not is. mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Rikishi, I'll get Kevin Nash, Slaughter. Heard, three more Hall of Famers. You've heard of Al's Encyclopedia, right? Yes. Any wrestler who's been on TV yep. is in it. Um, how many other facets of life do you think Ric Flair is like really clung to the 13 times? <laughs> I bet he's had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> 13 times! He's like, yep. Out. 13. <laughs> Woo! 
We got to do it again. Have you seen the new rap video with him? It's going around the internet the last couple of days. It's an app video. Rap, 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 rap. oh, rap. No, yeah, is he actually uh, in it? Who is it? It's a uh, yeah, an urban fella. It's a popular. It's a popular rapper. It is. But uh, yeah, the video no, is pretty cool. It. Like it's uh, the song. The song is going, and then all of a sudden they'll just show interviews of him on the side of a building. You know, it, just recently he became pop culture again. It came back. Oh. It, well, the Colts really ran with it this yeah. year, but uh, last year he showed back up with San Francisco up in their locker room up in Green Bay, if you recall. My, uh, he, he did, yeah. And then the next week, when San Francisco played in his home state of Carolina, he was apparently banned from the stadium. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, my favorite line in the video, he goes, uh, he goes, I have spilled more beer across this country in bars than you make in a year. And I was like, damn. <laughs> Go Ric wow. Flair. I mean, wow. I didn't get to see Ric Flair at his peak. I only saw Ric Flair in his decline, but man. Oh, and his, could give his an interview. decline is a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is a whole great, lot of fun. Great trip. I, you know what? A lot of, a lot of wrestlers, they... They have parts of themselves in the character. Uh, Ric Flair is it's the character. Ric Flair. That's all I've ever heard. That's everything that you ever hear. That's crazy. That's a lot of fun. And from meeting him, I, I would agree. He was a heel. He was, I mean, he was a bad guy. Yeah. Oh, it was Killer Mike, who was one half of Run the Jewels, which is a really uh, okay. yeah, yeah. currently hot. All right. Any uh, any uh, albums we should be checking out? I know you're uh, kind of the, the music man. Oh, yeah. Here. How'd you do on Record Store Day? Oh well, I did get up and get there. I just got. I just wanted one thing. I wanted that white stripes. Um, it was the Get Behind Me Satan album, which and, was and one of my one, favorites back in the day. They had never put it on vinyl. Yeah, yeah. For some reason. Yeah, and I got it. it was nice. Good, so. They had that. Success. I also, got, I also got someone at this table, not named Clark, a birthday gift. But his birthday isn't until August. Aww. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Uh, it's I'm I. It'll be a miracle if I wait till August. I like that. Right? I like I'm the digging it. No, the anticipation is going to well, be great. I forgotten. It, Maybe it I should. It lives up. It lives up. <laughs> I just got concerned because while you were talking about the records, I remembered I what the other record was. And I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to. I, my bad. But you did good with that. Night, that's a good tease. I, I yeah. set up your tease yeah. for Al. So tune in. <laughs> I just I can't. Birthday, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're going to have you back out. Oh, yeah. The, pr- the record birthday. presentation. Yeah, we'll talk goals <laughs> pre-pre-season. we got to put that in our calendars, guys, so we remember this. Because uh, we'll see what happens. I just found in my record collection. I forgot. When Waylon Jennings died, like right before he died, smart guy, he auctioned off all his shit. He didn't, I mean, his car, his records, his Everything. Uh-huh. Like, if you wanted something Waylon Jennings, you could get it. And I ended up buying I bought a record contract he, he had. You went to the auction? No, no, like eBay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could get all his shit. He had a garage sale in Nashville that, God, I mean, I wish I was, Oof. like, now, wow. 30-year-old that would have been there in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's you know? like record store day at Jack Walker's yeah. place in Nashville now. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> People are camping out. <laughs> exactly. So um, he sold a bunch of uh, his shit, and I got a bunch of actual albums of his that he autographed. I just realized I had. I forgot I had him. Whoa. Wow. So, yeah, it's cool stuff. Wow. Did you ever see him last? That's really great. Yeah, I saw one of his last concerts. Wow. He he didn't have a leg to stand on, literally. He he had the Santos treatment. He lost a leg. Who was that? Wow. Waylon Jennings. Oh, it was shoot. Chicago like Country Music Festival. They wheeled him out in a wheelchair and like he you know, they wheeled him out in a wheelchair and like then they put the guitar in his hand. And it was sad, but I it, love that he's doing. But it was Waylon and Waylon, he was funny. He was funny about yeah. it. You know, he was like hitting on the nurse who kept coming out to check on he's him. He's a badass and, to put himself out there yeah. like that, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. No, it's ballsy. Yeah. 
because uh, there's a lot of guys that run and hide at that point. I'm sure it was disappointing, but it adds to his legend, no doubt. <laughs> right. Yeah. My favorite Waylon Jennings moment, uh, now we're way off track, but... <laughs> no, we're good. I was working at US 99, sure. and Big John Howell was doing afternoons, and his favorite um, uh, musician was Waylon Jennings. So they arranged for Waylon Jennings to call call him. So the phone rings. John's like, and John, John's, uh, he's a, now the morning guy at uh, WLS. He's kind of a cranky old man, even back then. And the guy calls, like, hey, this is Waylon Jennings. Happy birthday, big John. And John's like, yeah, okay. All right, buddy. Real funny. And hangs up on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Waylon thankfully called back. <laughs> they straightened it all out. But. Well, that'll work. Uh, Man, Brent, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope I hope we got to talk enough uh, enough of what we were discussing. Who's winning the NBA uh, yeah. finals with the NBA? Oh man! Uh, wow! I'm gonna say I haven't even thought. The about West this. is tough. The yeah. West is real tough. Yep. Chris gonna, Paul is playing like a man. I'm gonna possessed. get crazy. <laughs> Who says that? Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. Brent. I want to take the Clippers. That'd be fun. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Golden State just because. Okay. But oof, it's tough. The Golden State Warriors. If LeBron squares off against Golden State, I think LeBron has a better chance than a lot of other teams because they're so young. And yeah. It's yeah. I have it, no idea. Interesting year. That's what makes it. That's what makes playoffs right, exciting. Right. There you go. You and you think the Bulls could take him to Game Seven? I think the Bulls. I don't know. It's they're both really good, really good, really deep teams. We'll what uh? What game do you have? Uh, I have six. Final home game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Game six but of if they round don't go, two. I get my money back. So Right. It's no, like it's, a, it's a good gamble. Either way, I win. They don't take well, anything? Hmm? Do they take any cut? Like a 2%? Your fees? Yeah. Whatever I, the I fees are. So. Yeah, that's okay. that's worth it, that's though. Awesome. Put the fees on the line. Uh, yeah, if, if game six hits, you're excited. Game six should happen. Yeah, I don't, and if might, it happens, you're sure. like game of the year. And if it happens, you're like, oh, good, yeah. I spent that money. Unless it's LeBron watched the game of Tom Thibodeau's career, could be. It could <laughs> be going out. Well, he yeah. didn't make seven. We'll see. Um, Maybe I'll call him Thibodeau once by then. Hey, they're really going to make an effort up in Milwaukee to uh, try to fill the stands with Bucks fans. They've been they've been pushing it's like out the National the Bulls. Predators up there. But it is. But I'm saying if they could build on that and you get Parker back next year, the team did pretty decent without him. They've got some good young stars. Yeah. The kid is he's a good young talent manager. It'd be interesting to see a Bulls Milwaukee Bucks rivalry. Because yeah, it's been be fun. quite a, a true border battle. I've yeah. been to a border battle. Say that three times fast. Border I, battle. Border battle. Border battle. Bit of pedda. Bit of pedda. Wow. That'd be fun. Yeah, there she is. Well. Oh, sad news, just breaking. Uh, Rosie the Riveter is dead. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She didn't age well. Ooh. Hang on. Uh, good news, Russell... Uh, Russell just got his first hit. Addison Russell. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the history rat, history rat hit me up. See, that's the problem with the Cubs. They get way ahead of themselves. They're already named after him. I think it was... No, I think it's been there longer. It was after somebody. Else. Oh, so this is just a marketing I, thing. With I think it's cool they named the other street after Clark yeah, here. Yeah, that is you know, true. The first Clark in the and the mascot. Well, no, uh, Addison and I are going to get our pictures taken together at the corner. And right now it just, only makes sense. It's like he's the most famous Addison in the neighborhood. I'm the most famous Clark in the neighborhood. Shit like that. That'd be good. Where are you and Clark going to get your picture taken? F him. 
I'm going to mean mug that son of a bitch. Oh, did they? They do wow. not. They There's a person with them at all times, and they do not allow you to have your beer and get photographed with Clark the Cub. What the shit? You can have your beers when you get, get photographed with me. It's opposite of the Clark I know, that's for sure. Uh, our, yeah. Hey, we're doing that fundraiser on uh, April 30th at Trader Todd's for the tornado victims from Fair Family, and thank you so much for doing it. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. Good times. I'm just saying I know a guy who knows Clark the Cub. The live show's ending. Thanks. And right now, we're just for the uh, podcast listeners. Al, we're going to send our show gone on... Uh, with, we'll play that to end the show tonight. Uh, my interview with uh, Brian Hunter earlier. It's stuff okay. that you'd have fallen asleep during anyway. Sure. Because we were talking about, Brent, what we talked about was the um, the way that Madden bats the pitcher eight. Uh, and Addison Russell now is in that nine hole. And if it works or not. And, and we had some things to discuss about who he had seen do it before. Wow. Okay, good. Because I've wondered about this. And I'm ex- I think yeah. I'm excited about it just because it seems different. And Madden's a shake it up guy. And now that Brent's excited about it, I am. This is going to be riveting. And uh, Anything you wanted to... Tell our listeners before we signed off, Al. No, ready for Bears draft. Ready for um, Seth Rollins to hold on to his title Sunday. and uh, First round draft pick there. Did you guys talk? Uh, what position do you want? He looks like it's going to be receiver, and I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, Kevin White? Right? Kevin White. Kevin White, the the, the big show. Kevin right. White. Yep, right. All right. Well, this has been the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show. Have a good one. Good night. Good night. I really enjoyed this talk with uh, Brian Hunter coming up for you folks at home right here. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to Larcher and Lawrenson. You can find Brian Hunter at U2Hunter on on the old Twitter. Clark, you should excuse yourself, man. That was incredible how you burped and talked. All right, this is Clark Lawrenson of the Larcher and Lawrenson Sports Show. Uh, You're probably listening to episode 122 at this time. Uh, That's when we're planning on playing this. I'm currently talking with uh, Brian Hunter. He's been on the show before. We talk a lot of different sports with Brian, uh, U2Hunter on Twitter. He's at U2Hunter on Twitter. Brian, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We were chatting the other day. You and I were talking, and, and I said, hey, let's get this. Let's, let's record some of this. Let, let's talk. Uh, the Chicago Cubs this season with Joe Madden uh, as their manager, he seems really big now that he's in the National League of, bit, of batting his pitcher eighth and then batting another ball player ninth. Of course, uh, last night, Addison Russell got that ninth spot. Um, there's a lot of different reasons behind it. Uh, the question that I had wondered was just, does this traditionally work? There have been other teams to try it before. You're right, and it's, um, it's a good debate. You know, I think the last team that really that was in the news about it was the 98 Cardinals, and that was because they had McGuire. Um, and, you know, he was just there for one thing only, was to get home runs, and obviously by putting – someone on base in front of him or getting another bat in front of him, you know, got that chance to pitch it because he was also taking a lot of walks, okay. especially the second half of the year when some people didn't want him, like, you know, going for the record, you know, things like that, like all political. And the Russa moving the pitcher into the eighth spot, it gave one more bat, you know, it was like a, you know, because they were a hitting team that year, uh, not really known for the pitching. I think they were on a 500 team. It obviously worked out because, you know, you know, we all know what he did that season. So it's kind of interesting to see if Madden's trying to do the same thing, knowing that he's actually got some pop in that lineup at around the three or four, three, four and five spots with Rizzo. Obviously, we know what Chris Bryan is possibly capable of doing here. Right. Um, even Stoller. So it's kind of worrying if he's just trying to mirror that. 
or if he's just looking to this because you know these guys are so young, he's just trying to give them some situations where they have a better chance of succeeding. Right, right. Well, it is looking like uh, so far this year that. You know, last night Addison Russell stepped right into that spot, and he's been known to get on base. He's, he has an he's had an average throughout his entire minor league career, and hopefully that translates. It looks like it's doing it for Bryant, and as you said, Solaire as well. So if you put Addison Russell in that ninth spot after the first inning, that's there's no longer a, a, the order changes. You know, a lot of times the pitcher does end up becoming the last out if they come up with two outs. So then you start your next inning, as you mentioned, Addison Russell, who gets on base a lot, and then your traditional leadoff hitter, currently it's Fowler for the Cubs, is up then, and then they're following with either Rizzo or Solaire and then Bryant, and there's just bats all around. Starling Castro as well, my friend. He's turned his bat around. Oh, he's had a great start. I bet if you ask most Cubs fans, he's probably been the biggest surprise so far the first two weeks of the season for Cubs. Like, I mean, this is... I think this is the player that most Cubs fans have been waiting for for the last couple of years. Well, and to change it maybe a little bit away from this, from the batting thing, because I, I happen to like it so far. I, I do. I think it's working out okay with the, the pitcher batting eighth. But Starling Castro, another place that he's improved on, and it might be with the competition around him pushing him, his defense has improved. Um, he's more aggressive. He's attacking uh, the ball out there, and it looks like it's paying off for him. I don't know if you've seen any of that. You know, Hearing about the defense is, you know, probably just as stunning as his offense production. I mean, this is a guy that's led the league in errors the last two years at his position. Mm-hmm. Um, I think actually in all of baseball, actually, regardless of position. Um, so to see what he's done, I mean, there's definitely something different. Like, and who knows? Maybe it's just he actually dedicated dedicated himself to the off season. Um, I think that was kind of a concern last prior years that he really just. Took it, took that time away, and never went to go improve himself to right. get better. Yeah, but it looks like something, something, something has been said to him, and the switch has definitely come on early part of the year. Yeah. Now you, you're here in Chicago. You, you've heard the hype. You've heard everything. You've also been watching baseball for a long time, and you've seen a lot of teams with a lot of young ball players. I'm excited to watch this team play some baseball. It's very fun. They're a lot of fun. Last night, the comeback victory in the end. I knew there was going to be base runners. I knew people would be on base. But I, you know, you don't expect it to come up, the outcome for them to to win the damn game. It was phenomenal. It was great to no, see. You know, it's, it's a change. Yeah, go ahead. They're going to yeah, be ups. There's going to be downs. No, yeah, and definitely for this year. I mean, you just again keeping people keep it got to keep their expectations in check. You know, this is a team. They're so young that they're going to hover around 500. So yes, you know, it's a great start. Um, they're flirting, battling first place right now with Cardinals. And, you know, it's good to see this for a couple of weeks. A nice little spark. And it's, I think it's actually made, you know, not just for me, but just for two people in Chicago, people are as excited just to be able to turn on the TT and actually have some hope that they might see something special on any given day. And there's definitely a little spark. And it's brought a little energy to the city where even, you know, with the playoffs in the NHL, like the last couple of years, this was all Blackhawks. And that's literally dominated 90% of the – Sports headlines were obviously. I think the Cubs and also with the Bulls, they definitely you know made it more front page news lately. Brian, I, I really appreciate you joining me this afternoon to talk about it. I had an, I, I enjoyed hearing your insights. I enjoyed talking to you. If you if you had to guess right now, uh, where do you see this Chicago Cubs team finishing? Um, I'll say second or third place, around eighty five wins. All right, there it was. That's Brian Hunter at U two Hunter on Twitter. Follow him. He's one of the uh, great sports minds that I uh, surround myself with. Thanks again, brother. Thanks, buddy.